Welcome back to Comfort Talks Tuesdays. I'm so excited to be here on this fine Tuesday morning. Today we are getting into the Word of God. We are starting a conversation. I hope y'all are ready. I want you to grab your coffee, grab your tea. If you're driving, please be safe and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Comfort Talks Tuesdays. My name is Comfort. I am so excited to be here with you on this fine Tuesday. I have a special, special guest. I have my good friend and sis, Samel on the line. How are you doing? Hey, y'all. Hey, Comfort. Hi. Comfort. (laughs) I love this girl, guys. Oh, my (laughs) days. Trying to get this thing going has been a struggle for the last mm-hmm. three weeks mm-hmm. but glory to god because we're here today and yes, we're here now yes how are you doing how is life so far mm-hmm. i'm doing good you know it's raining outside but it's not raining on the inside for me so mm. um i'm okay you know you know how it gets like really um cold this time of the year yes, and, all, it does. and that can really affect like emotions and all um but I'm trying to keep the sunshine on the inside of me so that's how the holidays and Christmas and New Year's and all that it will bring so yeah I'm doing good I'm doing good that's good that's good same here it's raining but you know we got to keep the sunshine going so exactly. I want to introduce you real quick you will do your own introduction, but she is mm-hmm. a woman of God. She is mm-hmm. an RN, a registered nurse for y'all that don't know. So how would you like us to introduce you? Like, what would you like to say about yourself real quick? Um, I, hmm, I am a woman of faith. I yes. am a woman of community. Mm. Um, I think that that, that, goes towards the community being my family, my church, and just anyone that's really around me um, that knows me closely knows that I care about the well-being of of those around me. She Um, does. Just like big on mentorship and all of that. Um, But the things that are very reality, um, women's health. um, Yes. And uh, let's say community again all of that that's that's who I am I am born and raised in Brooklyn New York that's New York right. is the best state Come no own opinions, but okay. no. <laughs> New York is the best state to be born in that, that's um, true my parents <laughs> Ghana big up GH you know we doing our thing in the world cup you know <laughs> when we win just know I said it <laughs> Um, and if we don't win, just know you I said it. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> Who I am. That's perfect. And I can attest to that. She does care about everybody and their well-being. She is one of the greatest people you will ever oh. encounter. <laughs> no problem. And um, as right now, I want to ask you a couple questions um, mm-hmm. in regards to being a pastor's kid, because just like mm-hmm. me, we are PKs. I mm-hmm. think that's how we bonded the first time. Yeah. We were like, you're a pastor's kid. I'm a pastor's yeah. kid. Hey, let's be friends. And it's been history from there. So what mm-hmm. has your experience been in being a pastor's kid like Mm -hmm. can you explain how it's been the ups and downs has it been um have you felt marginalized or Mm -hmm. are you do you feel like you're part of a a community like you are community based so how do you feel and what's your experience in being a Mm -hmm. pk Mm -hmm. um so 
yes, my dad is a pastor, um, specifically in the Methodist church, which you can relate to that as well. Yes. Um, so it's something you grow up into, right? It's not yeah. like you really choose. And so um, a big part of my identity is being a pastor's kid, especially because most of my community is Ghanaian and most of my community is from my church. So my entire life, it was like that identity was already made for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the within that, um, someone actually asked me that question recently. And I do want to like say that the answer I gave was more negative than positive, but I felt very convicted by that. So this time I'm gonna do better. Mm-hmm. Um, But being a pastor's kid comes with, like you said, a lot of ups and downs. Um, I'm also the last born in my family and the only girl. And so I was always integrated into the church. And then at some point, my brothers, you know, they grew up, they did their grown man things and they didn't really come back. Right. But (laughs) I stayed (laughs) and I've been the one. (laughs) And and there's there's blessing in that. for Oh, yeah, there Um, is. But what I would say is as a pastor's kid, people expect you to be. Um, one of two things. Either you're really a good kid or you're really a bad kid. Yeah. There's never been a, you can be in between. Middle ground. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, even though we don't really mess with in between because in between is lukewarm. And we lukewarm. Don't try to be hot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like all of my life I had to really pick which person I'm going to be. Yes. And for the greater part of my life, I decided to be the, the well-behaved kid, right? And mm. um my first introduction to, to Jesus Christ and all things of the faith came through um, my father's pastorship. And so I, I appreciate that. That being said, I didn't have a chance to really pick Jesus until um, I would say I went to college because at that point it was like, my parents are not watching. I can do what I want. Oh, yeah. If I do go to a church, nobody knows my dad here because I'm in a completely different state. Yeah. And so um, it was it was in that time that um, I basically was was able. Sorry for the background noise. No, you're good. It was in that time that I was able to um, find God for myself, you know. And so I am grateful for all the ways that it was introduced to me, um, just being a pastor's kid. But that was still like a familiarity versus once I went to college and I really had to be on my own. It was like, okay, I see what this Jesus stuff is about. And Mm. um, I want it for myself. You know, I want to believe the way that I see my parents believing, but because of my own reasons now, Um, not because of your parents. Exactly. And the other thing is just that being a pastor's kid, it's like eyes are always on you, you know? Yes. Um, Yes. I hate the eyes. (laughs) So I've always been an extrovert, right? Yes. Um, because I was always in the front, you know, mm. um, leading the service, singing, um, even preaching and all of that. You know, Do y'all know about comforts preaching? Real Please quick. Please stop. Please stop. Real quick. <laughs> Please stop. No, her voice? Stop. Oh, no, we're, not, we're not doing this. Nah. <laughs> so... Yeah, I've been I've been in the church um, as a pastor's kid, which is different from being a member. Um, And then the last bit is just that he's the pastor to everybody. But like, he's my dad. Exactly. Exactly. um, There there were moments of like, just be my dad. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. I feel that. I feel that. People think you're the church secretary because (laughs) (laughs) you like. 
oh your dad didn't pick up my phone call let me call you you know (laughs) exactly Um, like how'd you find my number exactly Mm. really um but I I I marvel at my dad's um leadership and it also has taught me a lot about leadership um within my personal life and just the way he is with our family um with putting God first he's also been like a great example for me so Again, we'll say there are ups and downs. Oh yeah, most definitely. I like how you said that you kind of you kind of have to find God for yourself. You have to find that mm-hmm. Jesus that your parents were talking about, that Sunday school was talking about for yourself when you're a PK mm-hmm. because you can't just lean on what you know their experiences. You gotta you gotta find Jesus on your own. Mm-hmm. That covering kind of goes away at a certain point so if you don't find it nobody's gonna find it for you so then that leads me to this question do you believe in certain situations um due to you being a pastor's kid um were your opinions like valued or your suggestion your suggestions were they overlooked or do you feel like because you were a pastor's kid people actually um liked what you had to say kind of thing um so I will first speak to my experiences within the church. Um, Mm -hmm. So when I talked about leadership before, I was like youth, um, a part of the youth leadership and part of teaching with the Sunday school and Mm -hmm. just like being in different singing groups. She's busy, (laughs) y'all. And um, I feel like people valued my opinion. I'd like to believe it's not because of my dad. (laughs) Yeah. But every now and then people would say things like, Oh yeah, so wow, well, yeah, soccer, but you know, which mm, translated is exactly. like, well, you're a pastor's, pastor's kid, kid so yeah. you should know, and, yeah. And it it's so so to the point where like when I meet people um outside of church, I don't tell them that I'm a pastor's kid, right? Until yeah. you know I put that little Father's Day post and they're like, Oh, your dad <laughs> oh, that's pastor? your dad's pastor? <laughs> it makes everything make sense. And I'm like, No, no the fact that Christ is my father should make everything make sense, Amen. you know, before my actual um earthly father. And so mm. that's why I kinda like hold back. But I would say a lot of people um did listen to what I what I had to say, and I would say it's it's my approach plus honey i've seen his leadership and i could be bossy okay oh yeah so when i oh when yeah I say certain no things... i'm just kidding no she's not <laughs> she's not you're really not though girl trust me trust me <laughs> trust me god is, is working on me and that and stuff but um... <laughs> But the the style of how you say things, right, and mm. um, whether or not there's, like, wisdom or it aligns with God's word um, also plays a role in just um, if people listen to you, you know? Oh, yeah. um, and so most of the time, people people did listen to me, and it was also because they were just seeing my life and, and the, the fruit of it, right? Even yeah. if it comes to, like, sort of academically and relationally um, how things have been for me. So most people... Um, did listen to me do listen to me I, I would still say um but as I'm growing up I'm really asking God to help me to to be more slow to speak you know and to oh, yeah. be in a place where I can be be led because there's there's blessings in that oh yeah same here same here slow to speak and it's just sometimes because of how much wisdom we are encountering with, mm-hmm. within our life and our parents sometimes when someone says something you want to mm-hmm. like off the bat just tell them hey this mm-hmm. is what you should do this mm-hmm. is what this is what the word of god says but you gotta you gotta have to like feel people out and just be mm-hmm. like okay 
they may they may not understand it the way you do so finding a way to interpret that to them is very important so i have a question Mm -hmm. so how has this season in your walk with god has it um been different than the past or has it grown Mm -hmm. what have you seen that has been like challenging has Mm -hmm. it been challenging what was it Mm -hmm. i'm gonna treat this like an interview great question (laughs) think about it Mm, it's funny that you ask yeah Um, so no that is that is a groundbreaking question and I think um with some of my friends we do something called like faith checks right Mm -hmm. Um, we're not always consistent with it but as much as someone identifies as a Christian it's important to be like hey how's your walk and that is what you're asking me and so um my answer to that will be that with my my work schedule becoming like so so much busier for oh, me, yeah. like mm-hmm. adulting, y'all is y'all, not fun. Is not fun. Warned me, honestly. You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but with with all of that, I I've had moments where it's been like, wow, I'm just getting into self sufficiency and yeah. just like going with emotions, and then I find myself emotionally unstable because it's like, wait. I haven't spent any time with God, you know, um, mm-hmm. I should be. And so I have had times like that, but um, currently and right now, I would say um, I'm in a place where for the first time in my life, I'm seeing the significance of, the, mm. you know, um, I'm, I'm a woman of prayer. I'm a woman of like fellowship and like um, just, just God centered conversations and like, preachings, podcasts, and that kind of thing. But I've always struggled with like, okay, let me sit down and read the word of God now. Mm. Um, There's so much that's already in my mind, what I've heard from like Sunday school and just um, preachings I've listened to, but it's different when you read for yourself. And it is the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what God is saying. Mm. Um, People always say it's, it's like, not necessarily love letters, but when you write um, a letter you you can you can get a sense of the author and so it's the same oh yes. Bible, yes right um and so I'm in this place now where I am finding myself pushing past the like let me just be apathetic about reading the bible and so mm. that's what this season looks like and um I watched this YouTube video by these preachers that I can't remember um <laughs> I'll comfort to tell y'all later but they, they were saying that um there are certain aspects of our relationship with God, certain habits that mm. for some people are disciplines and for other people, it's just something that it comes natural to them or something mm. that they, they work in often. Right. And so yeah. for me, that would be like prayer. You tell me to pray or I feel, feel the, the urge to pray. I'm praying. Right. Yeah. But if it's like, okay, time to read your Bible, then it's like, Oh, okay. You know? Um, <laughs> and it's not like I'm, you know, like, oh, this is boring or whatever the case is. But I've had moments where I've read something and I'm, I'm one who wants to like gain, you know, I want to oh, read yeah. this and be like, wow, now I've had this revelation. But yeah. um, even the places in the Bible are listing and this person came after this person, it's all important because it's giving us like lineage and legacy and how God, um, the way that he orchestrated people to to find each other marriages and um children to come out just to lead to Jesus Christ, right? And just how intentional God is and how he values even when you find someone or like certain relationships and stuff like that. And so um, I'm I'm really in a place where I'm like, 
this is important. This is something that I need to do. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's, that's been the biggest uh, shift for me. And then the other thing is that I I've realized again with the faith checks with like my friends and all that, I may be at a certain place with my relationship with God and others might be at another, but that shouldn't affect mine, right? Exactly. Uh, I, yeah. I want to say this, and some people might disagree, but um, when people start be atta being attacked by, by doubt um, mm. or by like lack of belief, right? Mm -hmm. It can be contagious, right? But it is, yeah. That's even been um, something that's caused me to be like, wow, I need to know the word of God even more. Oh, yeah. Because when it comes time, um, using the truth and speaking it with grace and love is what's going to make the difference for that person. So um, it's also it's also been that. Um, the last bit I will say is that um, I have to live out my my uh, relationship with God, even at the workplace, right? Because yes. I'm spending so much time there. Mm -hmm. uh, people there are always like, Samal, you always seem like you have everything under control or like, you don't even freak out. And I'm like, yeah, don't know <laughs> what is happening on the inside, right? Um, it's all God. It's all, it's all Jesus. God. It's, it's, all, it's all God, right? Um, mm -hmm. I, it's because I, I know that he placed me there, right? And so yes, there's, yes. there's the, I'm going to get rid of any sort of, um, uh, imposter syndrome that I'm not supposed to be here. Be there, yeah. But then on top of that, it's a, I'm, a part of someone's miracle of their mm. them having their baby right and if Ooh. god has given me that uh assignment then i need to take it with humility even when mm. i'm stressed even when i'm overworked and so i've been i said something about speech before but like being slow to anger but even yes. um just not becoming so prideful how long i've been doing it but also not becoming short-tempered when I'm being pressed on every side mm -hmm. you know, um, from management, from patients, from doctors and, and that kind of thing. So that's like a, a practical way to live out the word that I'm, I'm reading, you know, um, and not being quick to be angry and being slow to speak. It's hard. It's hard. But awareness is very much different than denial and refusal to, yes. to grow and to um, let conviction take hold of you. No. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. And I like how you said you have to kind of walk out the faith mm -hmm. as you are in your workplaces. Because sometimes we forget you may be mm -hmm. a Christian at church, you may be a Christian at mm. home, but once we get out, we mm. tend to forget that we're so we're supposed to be Christians there too. Mm -hmm. So you can't just change, you can't just put off your Christianity like an outfit. It gotta be on mm -hmm. every single day. Exactly. Um, so then one last question just to end this off. Do you regret ever being a, P a PK? Would you, if God says you can come back to life again, would you want to be a PK? <laughs> hmm. I believe everything happens for a reason. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, and so, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm singing. Um, no, no regrets because I've just met too many, too many people, right? Mm, um, yeah. Who I'm like, I, I, because I feel for people who they're born again, they come to know the knowledge of Jesus Christ, mm. and then it's hard for them to find community, right? Yes, it's hard tough. for them to find people that are active believers, and mm. 
then they kind of go backwards or there's just like a lack of direction. And so Mm. being immersed in the community already as a pastor's kid, uh, I think it worked to my advantage, right? Because anything that I was hearing was later reinforced when I, when I came to the knowledge of God for myself, it was like, okay, now this makes sense to what I heard before. Um, And so I I don't have regrets. Uh, I also believe that spiritually that my father has sown seeds of prayer, you know, and and not just prayer, but service to God that there's a reaping of it in my life. Right. Mm, And so my bloodline is, is blessed. Um, and and I believe that the generations after me that like my children are going to be, um, strong pillars in the faith. Right. So I I think I, I have no regrets because I know that the, um, the legacy has already started, you know, um, the lineage, you know, uh, of, of Bible believing, strong, spiritual, um, spiritually sensitive people of God, that that's, that's going to be the case for, you know, all the little Samels. (laughs) All the little Samels to come. Yes. yes. So I like that answer because sometimes we always look at the now, you know, being a PK now, sometimes it gets tough and we Mm -hmm. forget that we're sowing seeds in our generation to come. So like you said, our generation, because we are, you know, we're products of the prayers of our parents and Mm -hmm. all the things they've sown in the church. We, we are bound to have some great children, not because they're Mm -hmm. better than everybody else, but Mm -hmm. because they're literally sowed into Christ and they know God and they're able to live it out. Obviously they're going to make mistakes, But, you know, because they have us, we can Mm -hmm. be like, no, you can't do that. You got to go back to the word. So thank you so much for Mm -hmm. being here with me. Y'all, the way it took forever (laughs) to get this girl on here, I don't even want to get started on this because it's been days and weeks. But if y'all want to hear her again, please listen to the podcast and share it. And then we'll see if she can can come back because she never has time. (laughs) She's a delivery and labor nurse, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so she's all she's been busy. Oh, she's always busy. I have time for you. For oh, you it's lies for me. <laughs> nah, no, but like she's been such a great friend to me and we've mm-hmm. grown so much. We don't mm-hmm. see each other a lot. She lives in New York mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. goes to school somewhere else. So, mm-hmm. but whenever we come together, it's like, oh, I, I legit saw you yesterday. It's always yeah. this, it's always like that. So, I'm yeah. very appreciative of you and thank you so much mm-hmm. for being with us. And mm-hmm. I hope you come back. Why? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes. My pleasure. Can I pray for the people? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Heavenly Father, gracious Lord, we thank you for this time of good, fun conversation that is centered on you. We thank you for the reminder that that can happen, that um, wherever you are, there is liberty, there is peace, there is joy. God, I commit all the PKs out there in the world um, into your hands. Oh, God, would you endow them? Would you encourage them, Lord Jesus Christ, so that they would find their purpose in you and not in the identity that they have? God, just as you told me, before we are our earthly father's children we are your children oh god 
the identity that matters the most. Um, and I just ask that you would bless all the listeners, oh God, that they would grow to love and know you more. Bless Comfort and all that she's doing and all the future episodes. May your Holy Spirit be alive, working and moving at all times. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The prayer warrior, y'all. Thank hey. you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. You have a wonderful day and enjoy, you know, be safe at work. Mm-hmm. And then we thank every listener. I hope you all have a blessed day. See y'all soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Mm-hmm.